Oops, not supposed to see us yet. Hey, there it is. Hey, Jason Galvin, what up? What up, Jason Logan? Hey, listen, I'll figure this thing out. In one. Listen, we both were trying to figure out how to uh, how to work. Only ten episodes in, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how to do this stuff, and you know, again, thank God we're not trying to land the space shuttle because we'd both be dead at this point. <laughs> do you uh, like my effervescent glow? I look like I'm. Uh, you do have John Travolta in Ghost. Yeah, it's my, you know, it's my cruddy computer camera. John Travolta was not in Ghost. Was it not John? Who was it? Michael Keaton? That was Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I don't know. You know how many times I've seen Ghost in my life? How many? Really? Yeah. Come on. That's one of those those movies that uh, if it's on, I'll go, okay, let me sit here for a minute. Really? And it's it's one of those things that... I. Didn't Whoopi Goldberg get nominated for an Academy? You probably don't even know. I've seen it zero times. Yeah. Anyways, move on. She moved. She won for Color Purple, but I don't know. I think she might have won for that dumb movie. I don't know. But uh, it's always a good time. Patrick Swayze, dude. Come on, tell me Roadhouse isn't one of the best movies ever. Dude, Roadhouse is good. Yes. Yeah. Ghost. I. You know. I got nothing on. Here, my wife hates Roadhouse. She, if it's on, I will watch it only for the line when he goes, "The name's Dalton," and then he, when he rips the throat out of the guy at the end, that's the best. You don't, re- you don't want, you don't remember movies uh, like that, like uh, I do. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. This is what I do. I will, I will sit. And I do, watch but from a different generation. From a different generation, you and like, I, our generations are vastly apart. Yeah, no. I, again, I'm I'm older than you, but that, I mean, like, what what right. what uh, movies are you like that you quote twenty four? Do you quote movies at all? Because that's what all I do. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, I, I I think I quote Wedding Crashers pretty often. That's, that's a like good a thing one. in our house. Yeah, that's a definite yeah. good movie. You have to watch. Yeah, that. mostly mostly because my four year old, the way he says "ma" reminds me of uh, Chaz Michael Michaels. Oh, Chaz ma Michael. ma. So he goes, ma, ma, ma. And then every time he does, every time when he's like, ma, 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 I always, always go, the meatloaf, dad, stop. It's not funny. <laughs> like, I'm dying. I never know what she's doing back there. The I don't meatloaf. even know. What, she, what is she doing? He goes, you want to go? You want to go? Yeah. All right. We're going. We're going. The, the, the movie is so absolutely stupid. Perfect. It's such a great movie. Wedding crash. Uh, for the for the for the for the record, um, for the record, uh, Whoopi Goldberg did win uh, uh, best supporting actress for Ghost. You were right about See? that. Yeah. Look at me go. Yeah. God. Yeah. And also for the record, I'm well aware that Chaz Michael Michaels is not a Wedding Crashers character, but Will Ferrell is Chaz Michael Michaels. He's, right. Exactly. Him. You say Chaz Michael Michaels, and you know it's Will Ferrell's. Of course, of course. I, I uh, thank you for clearing yeah. that up. For because right, right, there's right. gonna be that one person that's gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna get a text. Yeah, this is why we're not doing this one live, so we don't have to sit here and answer right. movie trivia. Anyways, Plus, hey, that's a pretty racetrack behind you. I was kind of hoping it would look like that last weekend because we've nope. got so much rain in California. But nope. um, but summer had officially kicked in. It's very disappointing. Yeah. By the way, can I? It, so first off, I'm still on West Coast time. I spent two okay. weeks out there. West yeah, Coast time, I, I, I just, I, I can't get, I can't get back in. Um, left Coast but, is uh, the West Coast, baby. Sorry, what? Listen, I, I, I almost am right there with you. Um, but can we talk about the weather on the entire West Coast? Yeah, area? crush. The weather was absolutely crushed. the greatest, the best. Crushed. I think our single hottest day was like Friday at Sonoma. I think. No, Sunday at Sonoma. Sunday was like, well, Sunday was hotter. I, it got up to 85 on Sunday. Look, I, I was hot been... on Friday at Sonoma. I was I was physically a very warm person on Friday. I don't well, actually yeah. remember what the air temperature was like. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, it was windy, uh, but it was still, dude, it, it, the... I, I just can't say enough good things about California and the weather and how perfect it is in Sonoma, that Northern California region. It's just, it's, we were in Petaluma. We had dinner yeah. in Petaluma. We both were like, dude, we could live here in two yes. flat out seconds. Yes. Yeah. Shout so out to my nice. boy, Eric. 
great, great call on dinner Saturday night. Seared. It was a great way to uh, reintroduce my stomach to real food. Right. So, what, should we get into that right out the gate? So, all right. So, listen. We uh, last show we talked about you poisoning me or what? Denver. Okay. We're yeah. I didn't poison you. I mean, I just paid for it. I didn't. I, I didn't order it. Joe Costello. All right. So this is what happened. So basically, uh, Joe Costello and I stayed out from Seattle to Sonoma because we both live on the East Coast. Basically, the farthest flight on the planet from Seattle is Miami. And Orlando's the second Florida. It's just too far. And we were like, man, do we really want to get back on a, like a red eye and then basically spend two days at home washing clothes and then just going? And we said, why don't we just stay out? So we stayed out, um, which gave us ample time to take in the sights of Seattle and San Francisco. And uh, we had a good time. We had uh, the, uh, on, was it Sunday night in Seattle where we did this? Where we had a nice little. Uh, overlooking the the um, yeah the sunday Look yeah that. that's sunday night we were there producer pete was there our first guest ever on this show and uh you and i was were there having a having a nice uh you having cocktails and things of that nature yeah that was great the nest it's funny i have a friend what? who lives in seattle um she's a, a weather anchor up there now and she was there last night and I was like, oh, my God, we were there, too. She's like, it's the greatest. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Anyways. Jason. Oh, you're, Did we lose Jason? You're, like, you're, you're breaking up all over the place. Oh, I'm breaking up. Uh-oh, that's not good. Can you hear me? Yeah, What's going you. on with my internet? My intranet? I don't know. Yeah, that's a you problem. My we're internet's We're good. having major issues here. Oh. You hear me? Yeah, we hear you. See, this is Florida for you. Florida it, problems, folks. It is a me problem today, Jason Galvin. Yeah. I don't know what. Oh, what is going on? Look, this is you spent two away from Florida, and your wife didn't That's pay your weird, Wi-Fi Jason bill. Galvin, because I'm up and running on my intranet. That's weird. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? We I'm can. Moving. Can you I'm hear moving. me? I'm moving. Can you hear me? That's definitely could have happened. It could have happened. I don't know why is my why is me can you not see me? Oh, there we go. Can you see me now? I'm gonna go out and come back. We've lost. What Jason about now, Logan. Jason? Oh, Galvin. Jason Logan's back. Maybe. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yes. Shut up, Siri. Okay, can you hear me? See me? This show's oh, terrible. This is kind of funny. Already. This okay, is, so anyway, this is if funny. you can hear me, can you hear me, Jason? Hold on. We're taking you out. Can you see me now? He's out of the stream. Oh, Jason just well, totally went away. We might have to start this entire show. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. Uh, my internet is terrible right now. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Can you hear me? See me now, Jason Galvin? We could hear you and see you that entire stretch. Oh, you really? You're just messing around. I literally kept giving you the thumbs up. Okay, cool. All right. So let's uh, basically, we're going to start the whole show over again because our internet sucks. So we, we saw that, and then you could see this little, uh, the Ferris wheel. This is, we were overlooking this from this bar. It was fantastic. Yeah, I believe we call that the sound. Oh, the sound. But see, it's something everybody, you know, Joe's getting super excited because Joe gets super excited about everything. He was taking, he had a full on photo shoot overlook, you know, as the sun went down, fairies going back and forth. Dude, he crushed time. it. He's got a great shot of like a fairy in the middle of the Ferris wheel. Pete was like, you should go sell that. Yeah, right? Yeah. For he sure. had a whole thing going on. Crushed but, it. But uh, so we, we did that. We got to eat. We got to drink uh, on the way back to the hotel on Sunday because the whole tour has been following or. Taylor Swift has been following us the entire tour yeah. on the West Can't Coast. Swing. That. I got a picture with some Swifties leaving the hotel. Look at that. Attaboy. Beautiful Renton. This is Ed. I, beautiful I Renton. Beautiful Renton, uh, Seattle, Washington. It's so good. Um, but yeah, we had a good time in Seattle. And then uh, 
but by the way, I didn't realize the Eras to Eras tour was uh, following all of her eras, and that's why people all dressed oh in different things. I wasn't paying attention. Like you with movie quotes, I don't pay attention to Taylor Swift. Wait, you so you seriously did not realize that? I wasn't paying attention. No, I just and somebody told me last night. I had to I had to DJ an event last night, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, it was so great." Because our friend they went to see her in Taylor or in Atlanta. They were like, "Oh yeah, she has this whole thing, and everybody you know wears different uh, costumes from her different eras." And I'm like, "Oh, that's what it is." Okay. Again, I am not up on the Taylor Swift uh, bandwagon of anything. I don't really care. It really doesn't bother me at all. I got, also got to take a picture with uh, one of our uh, former presidents. Look at that. There's Richard Milhouse wow. Nixon. What's up, Dick? We went to the uh, Jason Galvin. Dick Nixon, us. folks. Yeah, we had to go. We uh, had the day in Seattle and a bunch of us racers and everything. We all went to the uh, World of Flight or whatever, the Museum of Flight. Galvin was like, you have to go do this. Yes. So we saw that. I saw the planes like this. Ooh, the big stud. Big stud plane. That's the uh, one you would have flown in in World War II? That, that's what I would have named my flyer, p- yeah. plane in World War II. What else? Did we, I, I don't really think I have any more from Seattle. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, because we took a ton of pictures in... Uh, in uh, San, San Francisco. Francisco. So, yeah. So, our whole plan was to go to... We flew into San, uh, San Francisco on Tuesday. And we met Matt Polito one of the, the photographers out there. And he took us on a guided tour of San Francisco that I had never been on. And it was like, I've been to San Francisco a bunch, but never on a tour like this. We did almost every touristy thing. We uh, tried to hit as many tiki bars as possible because that's all Joe wanted to do. <laughs> Joe loves tiki bars. Joe loves, loves tiki, tiki bars. bars. But it was great because we got in there and Matt lives up on top of a hill. He... I probably shouldn't be saying all this, but I'm going to say it. He lives like two houses from where Gavin Newsom used to live. If you know who Gavin Newsom is. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Um, him. So he's up up on top of Hill and he planned this entire trip. So we didn't have to walk up Hills. How did you get back to the top of the Hill? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you because it it gets awesome. We use mass transit for everything. We went had uh, brunch someplace and then we, uh, we got to, we rode on a cable car. Ooh, is that like the cool. first time you guys had ever done that? Honestly, that's the first time I've ever rode on a cable Shut car. Because I'm like, cool. I go, I'm not doing anything touristy like that every other time I go there. But we got on a cable car, rode that. Uh, it's a beautiful picture from uh, from uh, top of the mark. Went to top of the mark, which is right next door to the Fairmont. Yep, where Tony Bennett has a statue, and they're all because Tony Bennett just passed away. Uh, but we did all kinds of great stuff. We saw the uh, cable car museum. We uh, we went to tiki bars. Let me see if I, I got a tiki bar picture in here. Hold on, this is what happened at the tiki bar we went to. Did he? That was scary. Then, uh, ah, you bastard. Yeah, thank sure. you, man. I'm sure one of them. That was my drink, and I was only allowed to have two of those because there's so many different alcohols in there that I, I knocked two back like that. Uh, I don't even know what it was called, but it was really good. So we saw that. We we did tiki bars, and, you know, it was a good time. So everything downhill, 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 downhill. And all of a sudden, we ended up at this restaurant, which was right across the street from that tiki bar that I just showed you. And Matt lived up the hill. And we took a bus that took us basically a block and a half away from his house and still did not walk up a hill. It was the greatest thing. And I was like, if I live where Matt, if I live where Matt Polito lived, I would uh, I would first off have to have money because I would never want <laughs> all I would do is just go hang out in San Francisco and uh have fun. But uh but yeah, so we did that on Tuesday. Wednesday, we oh my god, I gotta talk about this too. In Seattle before wait, we wait, wait, real quick. When you were at the Fairmont. Did you guys check out like the the greatest like room in movie history or no? Which what is that? No. What it, it where the rock was like welcome to the rock. You oh, know like no. that would have been cool good where good speed got like held over, you know, 
or the director guy got held over by Mason and threatened. No, come on. See, you know about your movies. You're not messing around. Um, no, but that the rock, been, dude. And that would have been a good thing to see too. Damn, Matt Polito did not help us with that one. Um, no, we didn't see that, but that was cool. We wanted to go to the Tonga Room, but the Tonga Room, which is probably the greatest tiki bar on the planet, uh, was closed on Tuesdays. Like, how you, what? I guess they got to, you know, clean out the tank or something where they have the floating barge. They have a barge and a band comes and plays Hawaiian music. Have you ever been there? Tuesday's not, not I'm not, no, but Tuesday's not really like, uh, Tuesday's not really like a, you know, a day for that, if that makes sense. No, probably not, but that's okay. But uh, yeah, so uh, because we were gone for so long and we basically needed to wash our race clothes, Joe, Joe and I went to a uh, laundromat on uh, Monday after we went to the Museum of Flight. Uh, oh my God, laundry, when's the last time you've been to a laundromat? Uh, actually in St. Louis last year when I stayed over for the for the Divisional, I found one. That was smart, though. I found one there that I could go and drop it off, and they did it for me and folded it, and I just picked oh, it. Oh, you did the fluff and fold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, now, they had, like, the whole coin-operated deal where I could have done it myself, um, but it, it was it was not in the best part of town. No, no, and, no. And, and, <laughs> and it was near, and it was, it was near the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Oh, so okay. I, I just went to the brewery and drank and came back later. That's neat. Yeah, I don't know if you could see this, but um, yeah, they, they didn't have. Uh, I didn't. I they didn't take twenties. They took a ten dollar bill, and Joe just took stuck his ten dollar bill in there. I'm like, hold on, let's try. And we do twenty so that we can probably wash all our clothes for twenty bucks. But they did have an app, which I got on the app, and I had to do this thing on the app. But um, it was at the Skyway Laundromat. I don't know if you can really see that because of the green screen no. thing. But I have a $17 credit at this Skyway Laundry that I will never, ever, ever <laughs> use. Ever again. But right now, uh, all the washers are available. And oh, washer number nine is in use right now. It has 25 minutes left to go. Oh, washer number eight. But the good thing about the, like you said, they're not in really good uh, areas of town. But there was a police station right in front uh, on the corner. And this laundromat was in the back corner of this like little strip mall. And Joe and I decided we were like, hey, let's have a couple beers while we wait. So we're sit we're just drinking beer like behind a police station. There's police cars everywhere. We didn't even care. We were like, what is going on? And it was the wildest thing ever because we got there before people started getting there and we took claim to two washers and two dryers. Man, it was like Lord of the Rings in this place trying to get a dryer. Oh, it was the worst thing ever. Uh. But uh, we survived that, and then we made it to San Francisco. And then so we did San Francisco. Wednesday, we uh, – I don't know what the heck we did on Wednesday, but uh, on Thursday was wine-tasting day. Jason Galvin was getting there at 10 a.m., so he's going to be able to be a part of wine-tasting because I've never done wine-tasting before, and neither has Joe. But Jason, being the good, good uh, vineyard person – he took us to two places. Do you remember those two places were called? Uh, I, I, I remember what the first one was because it's the scene of the crime. I don't remember yeah, what so, that one was. It was good. Yeah. So we went to, uh, what was it called? Jacuzzi. 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 It was right by the track. So and they they allowed walk-in. So we're like in there. And I, by the way, I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything. Joe Costello had to put together a, a podcast that he had to do. Had to put out immediately. Which cost us? Which cost us lunch? I just, for the record, I didn't even think about the podcast. I can't wait for Joe to go back and listen to this. If Joe would have not taken so long, we could have gone to the sandwich shop you guys wanted to go yep. to, Angelo's. and then we would have, and then we would have never had the charcuterie board. Right. So we uh, we get wine. We 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 pay for our, or we we say we want this flight of wine. Okay, cool. And we drink it, and the lady was like, wow, you guys must have been thirsty. Because she was like, it's going to be 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, we could bust this out in 30 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're you've, never seen, you've never seen professional drinkers before, right. have you, man? And we don't, we don't know what wine tasting is. We're just there drinking. I mean, I do, but you and Joe had right. no idea. You guys were like, this is, this is uh, my Celsius version of Joe and Jason wine tasting. They would grab it, you know, and they would look at it. <laughs> They'd look, you know, like, you know, you know, you, you, you know, right. you, you swish, right. You smell. No, no, no. Joe and Jason just. 
No, yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> That, Next, that, I was like, "What the hell is that?" That's exactly what we were. <laughs> and uh, so, after the first four uh, little flights of whatever, uh, and she brought bread out, which was thank God because we needed something in our stomachs, Jason and I. But then she goes, "We do have charcuterie boards," and Joe goes, "Let's have one." And, J- and Galvin goes, "I'm not going to say no to that." And I'm like, "All right, let's go." So we have a charcuterie board, which was said lovely. No. It was. Said no. Yeah, you should have definitely said no. So we had that, and we're off to the next vineyard that had, which is like maybe a mile up the road. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so we go there, and they were like, "Oh, it's got the most beautiful views," and I'm like, "Oh, that's a nice view. Look at that. That was pretty." Yeah, it was pretty, and uh, then you know we had this little picture too. Oh, look at that! And that was like I had a sip of that. So there's like there's like no, uh, you know, you're not getting a huge pour there. It's wine tasting. You know, Joe's in in there in in God. He was Ansel Adams the entire week. By the way, he was taking pictures of everything. Good as he should. Yeah, he's our official photographer. Um, but yeah, so we're there, and Joe decides I'm going to get a sandwich at this shop, and we're like, uh, because we were going the the end uh, the end place was going to be Three Fat Guys Winery, and we were going to watch the Throttle and Bottle Championship. Yes. So, and I heard that because Ron Caps had his barbecue and questions thing that he does. So we heard there was going to be food there. So I was like, all right, there's going to be food there. I can at least hold out for that. But we got there late to this uh, three fat guys thing, which we got there. They had already started. They were judging and they were doing their thing. And it it was kind of fun to watch that. But I am like, I'm hangry at this point in time. And I'm and I'm kind of buzzed, and I'm like, I see producer Pete, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, oh, "This freaking Joe Costello, he just shoved an entire like 17 inch foot, uh, you know, Italian sub in his face, and I'm over here dying." And Joe's like, oh, "Man about town, more wine." Hi, I'm Joe Costello. I've got a full belly of food, <laughs> and I, I find, <laughs> I find like cold ribs and uh, tri tip, and I'm like, "What?" There's food over here. Okay, cool. I started eating that, and uh, and we're I'm like, okay, so I'm starting to calm down. Blood sugar is starting to get leveled out, but we're like, where's Galvin? We have no idea where Galvin is. Where's Jason Galvin? Because he was like, he parked the car, and he was having you were having a little bit issue before we left the, that other winery. And then we get, t- I start getting texts from Jason. Hey, can you guys bring me a water? I don't feel so good. Can you bring us water? So I I go, I bring water out to the car. Well, he ain't at the car. He found a bathroom in there. Tell him what happened, Jason Galvin. We don't need to go into the, we don't need to go into the the dirty details here. It was bad. Most people. The the next text that I sent you guys, the next text that I sent both of you was, I am violently ill. Please help. And most people would think, oh, he can't hold his wine. No, it wasn't that. Wasn't that it was something else, and uh, I was like, dude, do we? And, uh, by the time we got you in the car, I was like, dude, do you need to go to an urgent care or anything like that? You said you didn't even remember that. You were like, I don't remember out. the the only thing I remember, literally, the only thing I remember about the ride home, um, is that you decided to start talking about the ribs and tri tip, <laughs> and that was very early into the ride back, yeah. and I remember screaming at you to shut up. Which I, felt about bad about, which I felt bad about in retrospect, but I remember being very, very rude about how I asked you to stop talking about food. Right. And, it, and, and then the next thing I remember, literally the next thing is waking up in the hotel at like eight 30 or nine at night. Cause I needed to use the facilities again and realizing that you had been a very, very nice friend and roommate and had gone to the store and gotten me a litany of stuff to help me feel better. Yeah, well, I talked to your nurse wife, and I go... <laughs> Which I later <laughs> found out. So. Yeah, I was like, I go, hey, your boy's alive, but he ain't doing so great. And she was like, would you please go get him some like uh, some electrolytes and things like that? He's probably dehydrated. And uh, so I walked right to Safeway. I, I got you all kinds of stuff. Got you powders. I got you, you know, Under Armour uh, things. But uh, 
I got to be honest with you. I was still kind of messed up. I, I was, I was like, man, mate, because you, you, you're, you're uh, contributing the sickness to the charcuterie board. And I got to be honest with you. I didn't feel so hot either, but I think it was just because I hadn't eaten all day. Right. I ate, I ate uh, quesadillas at the hotel lobby restaurant. And I was like, Joe's like, are we going to have dinner? Let's go have dinner. Joe's like a little Jack Russell Terrier, by the way. He likes to, he likes, yeah, let's go. Let's, he gets super excited about everything. I go, bro, I think I'm done. And it was 6.30 at night. I went to bed and didn't wake up until like 8 o'clock in the morning. We actually had a really nice dinner planned Thursday with my boy Eric in Petaluma yeah. that Joe ended up missing out on because he was, you know, big time TV starring, which I understand. And uh, so he missed that Saturday. But yeah. Yeah, would have would have been a great spot. Joe Joe would have loved it, but um, but yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I yeah. slept. I slept from like what, like four forty five, five o'clock. Oh yeah, no, bro, we couldn't get you out of the car because you were like, oh, if I move, oh, I don't know if I'll make it to the See, room. And I don't. I, I literally don't remember that. And then um, <laughs> I, I know scared. that I woke. I know I woke up Friday morning when you woke up, but I don't really have much recollection of it. And then I fell back asleep. And the next time that I and and I remember. You texted me to text Evan because he was, and I hadn't, Evan, our boss. And so I texted him and he responded back, thanks for the heads up. And I, I've passed back out. And then I woke up at like 1145 and went, man, I should, I should really drag my ass out of bed. Right. I mean, I slept from like, you know, somewhere around five o'clock to about 1145 Friday morning with like almost no recollection of anything in between. It was bad. Yeah, you were you were hurting. And I said, I go, bro. If today, if if you need to take a day off, this is the day to take off because we had That's like, the first thing Alan said. Did did did, you, did I send you the text? Did I send you the picture of Alan when I walked in on Friday? Him with his feet up, King King looking, King Reinhardt. Looking like this. Yeah, I walk, look. Yeah, I walk in on I walk in on Friday to to this because <laughs> because Joe's Joe's already off at TV at this point. He come in for a little bit in the morning. I hadn't been there. I walked in. I was like, oh, all right. Well, Alan's Alan's at least comfortable. Right. Yeah. He was <laughs> but it was the first thing he turned he turned around and looked at me and went, "Are you gonna die on me today?" And I went, "I kind of feel like it." He said, "Dude, go back to the hotel and go back to bed." And I I don't think I could sleep anymore. You know, right. But. Well, I was like, if, if Friday was the day because Saturday we had like 5,000 things to yeah. do. It felt like a little mini indie uh, there. We were like, we had Too Fast, Too Tasty. We had call outs. We had all kinds of mess yeah. going on. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you definitely needed a chance to recover. But man, bro, I, I like you said, I, I don't wish this on anybody. There's no way. I would. I, no, that I, was, that was the, so I actually, it's funny. I've only, that I recall, only had like two real food poisoning experiences in my life. And they've both been in the last like year and a half. And one of them uh, was in Palm Springs last year at um, Stagecoach, the big country music festival. Oh yeah. And, and my mother and I, my mother-in-law and I both got sick from um, some fast food that we ate driving down actually from a place that I love and I'm a big fan of. So I won't mention the brand name because you know, independent stores and it happens and we, you know, live and learn. But um, she was, she was, she was a little messed up the first day. And I, by day two, day two, like the next day is when it kind of really hit me. Like we drove down on a Thursday and Friday is when it started to hit me and it like wiped out my weekend, but it wiped out my weekend. Cause it, it like messed up my stomach. And I had, I ended up going to the hospital Sunday night. I had like gastroenteritis or whatever they call it, you know, Ooh. like basically like, my entire stomach wouldn't stop cramping, but like, right. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like sick, sick at that point. I just had an intense amount of pain in an area because I, I had uh, whatever, like the gas or whatever. I don't know. I didn't really understand it. I just knew that uh, by sun Sunday night was a bad night. Like we went to the concert and maybe shouldn't have, or stayed too long. I don't know. But anyways, my wife ended up with me in the ER. I feel bad. She took care of me. But, um, Thursday was like, dude, Thursday in Sonoma was like by far the worst I've ever been sick in like a three hour period in my life with anything like the flu. Yeah, because you, uh, you went nothing. from like, okay, this is fun. Ha ha ha. And they, oh, you got an espresso. And Joe's like, oh, why don't you drink your espresso? He goes, bro, I, I can't drink that right now. I like out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It was like we driving to the, the next one. You were like, oh, I don't really feel so great. Uh, uh. And yeah, that was maybe there's something on the glass or something. I don't know. man. That's the thing that I've kind of been thinking about because we all ate the same. And everybody's like, oh, you guys right. all ate the same food all weekend. 
and that, that's the one thing like like maybe my water glass or my wine glass because we all we all drink out of the same wine bottles like they pour it right? right we all drink out of the same big water bottle they brought so that's the one thing i've been thinking about is like i had to have had something on a glass like E. coli or something crazy. Yeah, like it's it's literally the only thing that actually makes sense because otherwise, like as far as consumables, like we all ate and drank the same stuff, right? For like a two hour period of time, you know, nobody had anything that the other one didn't have. Joe bought a chocolate like deal, and we all had it, right? So like, you know, I mean, I, I think that you're right. Cookie I ate. I got. I oh got Jesus! That was the last thing that I had before I. By then, it was already on its way, so that what certainly wasn't right. that. But at least that was the last like fond memory I had of the day. That cookie was phenomenal. That cookie was unbelievable. <laughs> it was phenomenal. So well, well, so basically, what we're saying is we made it out of there alive. Jason Barely. almost died. We almost lost Jason, but he's yeah. he's alive, and uh, we, we're thankful for that. But uh, let's kind of so. Dude, it's great event though. Great event. Great crowd. Event. And if you've never been to Sonoma, this is this is pro- the, probably the prettiest racetrack. That yeah. I mean, would you say so, Jason? I mean, we, yeah. Sonoma, it's it's just so it's so perfect. I don't yeah. know why it's just perfect. Yeah, and uh, it, it it's just great. So, I mean, and again, for those of you who this is for yeah, I think night. from like from like fan experience uh, standpoint, actually, I had somebody ask me this over the weekend, and and that was my response. Like from a fan experience standpoint, like. The three best tracks on the tour are Sonoma, Denver, and Bristol. Like I'm not even yeah, sure there's like a, you know, and I'm not talking like fan. Like Bill Bader takes care of his people. It's a great place, right? right? But like it's not like you sit in the stands in Norwalk and you're like, oh, look, you know, like I mean, like the, right. the track is great and Bill's great, but like it's it's a racetrack, right? Um, but like just from like an overall like like you sit in the stands and it's like unique and different and pretty and like Sonoma, Denver, Bristol. Those tracks are so kind of different from anywhere else that we race which is yeah. part of why it sucks losing denver so much but right yeah well, you so got to go to sonoma you have to go to sonoma and uh but like again staying on the uh staying on the um beating this horse till it never is ever ever going to get up the, the the our sport is dying oh, this oh is God, it's right. awful yeah i mean forget it i mean just every jason go find another job we're gonna have to start well you have other jobs i have other jobs Joe and Al are gonna have to go figure something out because they're yeah. not gonna have any drag race. But this is Friday, uh, Friday before fuel. This little video, I was like, I, I go, look how packed this place and is. And honestly, seeing uh, that we still have the the potential to perform and do well out here. So thanks for Getrex for backing us. Uh, oh, so yeah. awesome it's to, to even be second in points in this call out. I mean, that just shows how well we're doing so far. Actually. All right, now the moment of truth. Who do you think you can slap around in the first round? Well, you know, I've been thinking up all night about this, and it, I don't even know why. It's a- those grandstands behind me on yeah. that on that uh, O'Reilly side of the track were packed, packed the entire weekend. Yeah, there, there was. I think that's everything. where all the camping people go, if I recall, right? Isn't uh, it? You might be right. But at the campground was yeah. packed. Fifty and camping was sold out all weekend. Yeah, yeah. and it's but it be, and and if you're. At any like we get lucky, we get every once in a while we'll get a golf cart. But the cool part about it is, it, I mean, if you're not familiar with Sonoma Raceway, it's a road course that has has a drag strip right smack dab in the middle of it. Um, and uh, when you go up and see the sportsman racers, they're all parked alongside the road of the road course, mm-hmm. and it's just super cool to see these guys. You're just riding around your golf cart, and like, oh look, there's that guy, there's that guy, there's that. I went with Joe and Nikki to do some social media stuff, and. Uh, we just got to stop the golf cart. Oh, we like that car. There's this might be best appearing. So we get out and we start talking to people, and everybody just is just so happy to be there. It's just it was good. So and the racing was great. Not Friday night, but uh, other than that, I mean, I mean, do you want to even talk about the the whole oil down at all, <laughs> or the uh, transmission fluid? Uh, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That poor top dragster driver. I wish we would have taken a picture of it at first because it was that was like an all time bad oil down. All I don't know how much I we talked about it a lot, but I don't know. I still don't know if we did a good enough job of like explaining that to our fans. You know, like that was bad. <laughs> and bad. It, was, it, it wasn't oil. It no, it was transmission oil. fluid, which is worse. Right. Um, hot synthetic tra- like the transmission fluid. 
especially at that point of a run, like the top dragster, like 60 feet into a run, the transmission fluid's actually hotter than the oil in the car. Like, I don't know, you know how many like everyday people, like race car people understand that, right? But like the converter is like working its ass off at that point because you, you're sitting on the trans brake and the RPMs are up and the converter, the way it works, it's like, that's like literally the, the single most like intense moment for any type of race car that runs on a trans brake is when it's sitting on the trans brake and you're hammered in the throttle and it's trying to hold the car in place. Right. Like, and uh, I mean, so the transmission's like crazy hot, the, the converter at that point's crazy hot. And then it literally split the converter. Like the second it came off the trans brake, <laughs> like, I just remember looking out there going, Oh no, this is not good. See, I, I forget I, it. I got to go back and, and, and see what I said. Cause I was like already in a mood, right? That was my, I did, <laughs> you know, barely been on the mic uh, all day and, you know, Alan needed a break and we were in between rounds and I was just like, there is stuff everywhere. It was I mean, everywhere. I, and, and I think everywhere. you guys did a good job explaining it because the layman over here, not understanding what the, the right. you, you explained the synthetic uh, aspect of yeah. transmission fluid. And, and, and when you said that, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see how that would be a major, major, major problem. And at the time, I'm like, oh, they cleaned it up. All right, we're all good. No, the whole Con concrete, right? Thing. Like, this is concrete. Poor, like I'm not like most of our people watching this are racing people, but if there's like five people out there who were like, I still don't totally get it, right? Like walk into your garage, garage concrete. Do you have a sealer over it? If the answer is yes, it's concrete, and no, I've never had it sealed. It doesn't have any sort of coat over it or anything like that. Um go to where your car parks, like ever dripped oil. Notice how you wipe it up, and then like you know, five days later, there's like oil there again, like. It's porous, like concrete is porous. It yeah, asphalt is porous, but concrete even more so is like a very porous material. It it lives and breathes, it heats up, it cools down, especially in Sonoma. Like that was the other thing. Like you talk about the worst track from like a conditions standpoint. It's not just like you know, Phoenix. If we run Phoenix in July, the track temps is gonna vary like 20 degrees all or 30 degrees all day because like it's either hot when the sun's on it or it's hot when the sun's not, but that's it. Like in Sonoma, right. the track temp goes from like 125 in the middle of the day to like 55 at night when the marine layer comes in and it's nighttime and it cools to 50 degrees and it's windy. Like, and so you have this concrete that's like, oh, like it's expanding, it's contracting, it's expanding. It's good. And so the oil is just, but it's, it's a, the fluid. So the yeah, fluid. it's a yes. Yeah, that was a mess. mess. And, uh, and again, this is, is at Friday night in Sonoma, everybody, it, the conditions are just the most perfect conditions to just uh, go 400 miles an hour if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, and so because of where I'm sitting or standing. Uh, oh, man, you probably heard it, huh? Oh, I, I was watching Grubby. I was watching Chad Head. They all were like, they're like, we're not running. This is, uh, we're not doing, it. they were going crazy. So we had to stop. I mean, I've never seen so many scrapes in my life at, a, at, at one drag race. I think I remember, I think I remember hearing that by the time we finished qualifying Saturday night, I want to say they'd scraped seven times. Yeah. Oh, easily. Which is wild. That's a wild. Loop. It's a lot of scraping. It was like it, it, a scrape takes twenty minutes easily. Yeah, easily twenty minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I had I had somebody I had somebody Saturday night who was like, I don't understand why they didn't come in early and do it then. I'm like, they they did. You're missing the point here. Yeah. Like they, you know, uh, like, I, like I know Shumway watches this and um, or listens, and I I have the utmost respect for the safety safari guys and girls. They worked their ass off. Like anybody who thinks they didn't. They worked their ass off all weekend. You know, that was like sometimes you have like uh in like unmovable object type of deal, you know, right. and the transmission fluid was the un unmovable object. I mean, you know, they did everything. Yeah, they those could. guys those guys out got out there and they worked and they I mean by Sunday I said to, I said to somebody, because three in a row, West Coast. Being gone for 14 days, uh, it was just like, I go, if one person even thinks 
about oiling this track down or hitting a cone or anything, I'm going to get a bar of soap and a sock. I'm going to go beat the snot out of them. <laughs> and then sure enough, Torrance blows the freaking header off. And my, mm-hmm. I, I got the, a concussion. The supercharger. The supercharger. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Dude, I got a concussion blast. And like that's my biggest fear of just seeing, you know, okay, someone's going to blow up at the line. Shrapnel's going to go everywhere. And I'm going to be the one. I, 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 I see people. I hear cars get up there. And they're like, oh, that doesn't sound good. And I will get off the stage and hide behind something. As you should. As you should. Yeah. Honestly. Like, yeah. And I'm just not like, trying uh, to say, like, you know, I'm not trying to freak like fans out or anything. I don't think, but I'm not telling anybody anything like, doesn't know right like yeah if a nitro car doesn't guys nitro is mean it's yes. not your friend no and torrance though i mean but you're, it's steve torrance what's he i mean are you i mean and this is coming off of i mean we had a couple of incidents that were almost catastrophic because of uh antron's little uh the uh wing the bracket came off oh the god wing. the the wing thing um the wing thing we got that was as lucky as I yes. remember us getting in a long time. Um, yes. Because not only I, if, if go back and watch that video, like Antron Brown, look, Antron Brown is a badass. You know what? Already, right. I mean he is. But um, that driving job was all time to me because. The, if you watch it, like it puts a cylinder out first. Um, and honestly, putting the cylinder out might have contributed to when the tab on the on the wing broke, just like the vibrations that a motor right. creates when a cylinder goes out might have expedited it. Uh, I mean, it, and it, it, look, it was going to happen like that. That piece was breaking anyways, but it might have happened at that moment because of the cylinder. Who knows? We'll never know. Right. But it put a cylinder out on the left side and then broke the wing mount in a way that caused the wing to cock back at an angle that should have also pushed the car in that direction right. that the cylinder went out in. So now he's like, and and it's not like his foot was out of the throttle when the wing broke. Like his foot was very much, I think it ran 308. Like his yeah. foot was in the throttle until 50 feet before the finish, 100 feet, right. like, yeah, yeah. He, you good. know? Yeah. And um, I mean, to keep that thing, I don't think he hit the center line. Th- that is one of the single, in my opinion, greatest driving jobs uh, we've seen in maybe ever. Like, and it, I don't know if he's getting enough credit or going to get enough credit. I think, I think the people who know know. But I mean, he yeah. there's if you go back and watch, and he's right next to I think it was Brittany. It was Brittany in the other lane. It was one yep. and two. He's right next to Brittany, and I mean. If that thing starts hunting over and the wing goes and he didn't, you know, catch it as quick as he did and it hangs a left, I mean, that yeah, that's what I mean. And who the, knows? Uh, who the knows? whole yeah, the uh, like, top we, interview. This, we haven't had we haven't had two top fuel cars hit each other at three hundred thirty miles per hour. Uh, maybe maybe ever. I mean, it's yeah. been a long 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 time. If so, what uh, Tony Schumacher was it? Tony Schumacher got into John Smith and. Like Memphis, I think it was, and that was, gosh, when I was a kid, like middle but, school. I mean, yeah, I mean the that. top in the top in interview with him, with uh, with Antron, you could tell he, oh, he knew, knew right away he, oh, he got lucky, and I mean, and, and again, like you said, Antron is just fun. He's energy twenty four seven. You could see. I mean, he just like went white. I mean, it was just like, oh god, what the heck? And he was talking to Amanda, and I was like. Bro, that that's what got me. I'm like going, I didn't even really yeah. see the wing until the no, replay. And then I was just like, whoa, dude. I go for Antron to get that uh rattled by something like that. That was that was rough, man. But uh, but yeah, and yeah. then it, like like I said, Torrance, I I the, the concussion blast almost knocked my hat off. And I was like, what was that? And then you guys, whoa, and I was like, oh my god. I had to take a, you know, I took a, a wellness check with Lozone behind me. I'm like, guys, you all right? Everybody okay? We're I mean, so good? so that was um, that was what round that was round two on Sunday, if I recall. Yes. And um, I was on, yeah, and because I was on the top end, and I, you know, everything on the top end. Uh, if you've never been like at the finish line of a drag strip or like down at the, sh- the turnoff area, when the nitro cars run, 
everything sound wise is delayed down there, right? Because of the speed of sound, right? And the cars actually accelerate significantly quicker than the speed of sound. Um, and so like we're 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 down there and we're watching the video. And um I couldn't quite see it because I was getting ready to do an interview with somebody else, but I have Alan in my ear and Alan in my ear is live. It's not delayed. So usually, usually Alan is calling out the winner of a race to give you an idea of how long the echo delay is in real life. Alan will call out the winner of the race about the same time that I'll hear somebody hit the throttle. So it's, you know, three or four seconds. Alan, you know, calls out, you know, Hey, there's Steve Torrance on a solo, whatever. Oh, cub. Boom or Kablooey or I don't remember which one he got. It should have been a Bluey, right? It's like a Bluey, yeah. Uh, and uh, Alan said that, and I went, "Oh, that must have been big." And then you could hear Steve leave, and it was like, "Boom!" Oh. I mean, it sounded like it sounded like an A bomb went off on the top. Yeah. I went like, "Whoa, whoa!" All right, that's. I mean, you hear cars blow up on the top end, and you know it, but that not like that. I mean, dude, Steve got out of the car down there and was like that. And not at 60 that rock, feet. That rocked my world. Yeah, Dude, it's it, not it, at 60 it, feet. It wasn't even yeah. 60 feet. It, it blew right yeah. at the tree. And I was like, because yeah. that's where I'm at, right at the tree. And I'm like, what? And yeah. literally, I, I swear to God, it almost blew my hat off. And I was like, oh, did, did something happen? Did something hit me? And I realized it was a right. concussion. And I was like, oh, this is not going to yeah. be cool. But uh, but other than that, yeah, racing was good. Gage Herrera swept the swing. Good for him. Hmm. <laughs> Good job, Gage. Exactly. Water's like, wet. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. And Gage Herrera is kicking the crap out of everybody yeah. in Pro Stock Motorcycle. I mean, it was just like okay with the Pro Stock callouts. Um, I, I thought uh, Hector Arana Jr. calling out Steve Johnson and it, it, him talking a little smack. That was fun. It was good. It was funny. But then Steve goes, "He was welding my bike like three races ago." We're like, it's like, come on, Steve, just play with the theater of this thing here, okay? We, we we were trying to build little drama, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So that was that was basically the. I mean, Seattle was you know, whatever in Seattle. It was racing. We were good. Uh, <laughs> you know, everything was good. Uh, everything is fine. We get to go to Topeka. Talk about a drop off, Sonoma, California to Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean to be that way. I don't. Dude, mean we be... got. Come on, we got an Applebee's. We got a Red Lobster. We got yeah. A, I mean, what we else? don't have any Michelin star chefs near our hotel, but uh, no, okay. I highly doubt it. This KC barbecue, though, dude. I land at like ten. What time do you get in? Do you know? That's next uh, week. We'll do another I, show before next. Yeah, week. I think I get in at like two o'clock or something. Oh, that late? Damn. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I land. At, I'm on a five forty-five a.m. flight out of L.A. Yeah, fun stuff. That's uh yeah, so I landed to Topeka at like ten thirty or ten forty. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm enjoy sure. some some Topeka barbecue. Some some Topeka. I'm gonna enjoy some Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, I before I drive to Topeka, that'll be a good call. Yeah, we have time. One time we were there, uh, and we one of the guys who was traveling with me missed the flight, so we had to sit in uh, Kansas City the entire time. Have you ever been to a Royals game? No, I've never been to. The, I've never, I've never been to Kansas City like even the airport. Oh. No. Kauffman Stadium is a great stadium. It is beautiful with all the the fountains and everything out there. We went to a a, a, a Royals game. That was fun. That that might be something we could do. And then drive the hour out to Topeka. Let me let me look at the Royals schedule. Hey, anything else happened this week? Yeah, I was going to say. Did you um, hear about the monumental biggest announcement in drag racing history? You sound like Wes Buck, dude. By the way, I love Wes Buck. He's the best. He knows how to promote. He knows how Wes to do Buck it. knows how to promote. Yeah. Hey, he bad news. Uh, the the Royals are at Fenway Park on Thursday. Mm, let's go to Fenway. That's a good stadium, too. But, uh, yeah, so did you watch? Uh, it, it happened yesterday. And uh, did you, you watch the uh, announcement? I did. I thought it was great. I mean, I thought, uh, you know, just getting all those people there. And uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, yeah. No. Look, I'm um, – here's the deal. I'm I'm a big believer in the more racing, the better. So, sure. uh, you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of varying opinions out there on the internet about it. And I'm a big believer that uh, the, the more racing, the better. 
you know, um, and anything that we can do as a sport in general to increase the, the visibility of it. You know, um, I think the, the one thing I'll say, um, from, you know, like a potentially bringing in any outside people type of deal. But, you know, I think that, um, there are enough people who subscribe to flow because they do such a kind of eclectic, unique mix of different right. types of drag racing that are not funny cars, pro stock and top fuel. Um, and, and racing in general outside of that, right. Uh, right. you know, with all the dirt stuff they do and local stuff, whatever, I think that is kind of like the real potential nugget here. Or if, if, you know, if the sport as a whole, the other thing I'll give them credit for, like there's, you know, and I, I look, I, I'll be the first one to tell you, I got no idea how NHRA feels about it. We obviously all work for NHRA at the races or whatever that, you know, well, it's not my department. I, you know, right. I, don't, I don't know. Right. But the one thing that I thought um, the folks at pro did a good job of was I, you heard NHRA in that announcement and in that press conference. A lot. Yes. A lot. It wasn't like they were like, oh, F you NHRA, like we're, you know, off to, you know, this isn't the cart and IRL split, guys, right? right? Like this is pro. They've done this before, by the way. Like, not does not like the first time pros ever been like, oh, let's make a race out of our preseason warm-up. Like they are this is the other thing. We had so many people like complaining, like, oh, it's invite only, it's invite only. Oh, oh, oh it's the rich getting richer, whatever. It's the rich paying for it. Right. Yeah. I like, I get it. Yeah. It would be great. Like I, I would love, I would love, let's have a, a, a nitro race, a top fuel, funny car race. Let's pay. What was it? 250,000 to win. And let's make it open to anybody. I'm totally sure. in. Go find me sponsors. Go find me an outside company that wants to put their name on that. Because like, this isn't outside companies. This is, and you're, and you can't go find a sponsor who sponsors a couple people specifically, because that's not, First off, that's not the right. right thing to do. But like, also like that they have teams they sponsor for a reason, right? So go find me uh, an outside company. And if you, you know, come to me with an outside company yeah. with enough money to cover the purse and the track rental and promotion and all of that stuff. And I'm in, like, I, I'll, I tell you what, I will make this promise. I will promote your event. I will, I will be the West Buck of your event. Come to me, bring me a budget of, I don't know, $1.5 million. You bring me $1.5 million, I'll put together a $250,000 to win top fuel and $250,000 to win funny car race. Open invite. Anybody can come. You got a big show car with a big show license, you're in. I'll, I'll find the track. I'll find No problem. Done deal. Bring me the money to put it together. Because do, do you know why it's an invite only race? Do you know who put the money to bring this together? Pro. People, yeah. Well, and here's the thing, too. Come on, guys. Like, you and I have been to Bradenton. And that ain't a big track. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like we we had we had sixty pro mods, and we were parking them like next to the alligators in the river, literally. Like, yeah, I mean, you can. And these fuel teams, they come in and they take up a big footprint. That's the other thing. Like the pro mod rate. Like you know, people like, oh, they had sixty pro mods. Like, okay, if there's let's call it fourteen and fourteen for the fuel cars, right? So there's twenty eight fuel cars. They will take up a significantly larger footprint than 60 pro mods. Yes. Significantly. And like, I don't know if enough people understand that, but like the fuel teams are going to come and they're going to set up their hospitality because I don't care if it's a test or not. If there's a race involved, they want to bring their friends. So at least some of them are going to set up some of their hospital or they're going to want to. Now, maybe that I'm not privy to this. So maybe they've talked about it and agreed not to, but you would think they're going to set up their hospitality, but they're going to want their parts trailers. All the fuel, like all the big teams have multiple parts trailers, right? Like, I don't know if JFR is going to be part of this and weren't part of the announcement, but like they bring like two or three parts trailers, right? Tony Stewart's got a parts trailer. Coletta's right. got a, like a parts trailer and the Toyota trailer is going to come. Like, you know, they're going to be there. So like, they've got all of that. So like, those are extra full size rigs. It's not like we're right. bringing a, you know, a, a, a gooseneck on the back of my Silverado or Tundra, no. right? Like we're bringing full size stackers that don't have race cars at the world yeah. series of pro mod. At the World Series of Pro Mod, we had full-size stackers with two or three Pro Mods in it. Right. Like, for one team. Not like, I, oh, I'm bringing backup cars. Like, yeah. no, no, no. We, we, have, we have one stacker with three cars that are racing this weekend at the event. Like, and we struggled to get 60 cars 
effectively parked. So like I and yeah. I guarantee you, Wesson Pro, they didn't just like dream this up uh, six days ago and make an announcement. They've been working on this, so I'm sure they have it all figured out. But the point is, like, it's not like there's room at Bradenton. And if somebody's responsible, they should have somewhere else in Bradenton. Great. Once again, write a check. Do you know why well, they're doing it, it in Bradenton? Like, great testing area. The the weather's generally going to be good that time of year. Like, you know, I mean, everybody's going to be down there for Gainesville a couple weeks later anyways. They're probably going right. to go test at Gainesville after that. Like, it's just like the West Palm deal, like the, you know, yes. the preseason test deal. That's all they did. They put a they put a big money private race on the back of it. Now, that doesn't mean it's not cool. It's great. Like, expose it to everybody. Let's have some fun. They're going to do the chip draw like the World Series of Pro Mod. It's going to be a fun event. It's going to be cool. It's going to expose a, a ton of people to the sport. But like, you know, I look for the smaller teams out there. It, like, sorry, but like, sorry, yeah. you know? Well, and like, I I, I, I was watching. I'm like, going, what's up with these media questions? I I, I have questions. I, I thought of the one I went or one of the ones I asked. Like, and I know the pro guys have figured this out. And they've already talk, talked about it. But that's a that's a surface at a, at a racetrack that doesn't see fuel cars all the time. Right. And I'm like, how are those fuel guys going to, you know, how do they adjust to that whole different, um, different racetrack, different environment? I mean, like we, and, and, and another thing, are they going to have imports out there? Cause I know that guy no. loves imports. They can't no. have imports at that race. No, I, it, no. there's do, no I'm chance. I can't, <laughs> I can't watch imports boil down a track and, and we'll be there till four in the morning. I there's no chance. No. No. I the bet, you, the I bet you there's imports. I bet there's, you no there's no I way. There's no way. They what? look. You could bring imports to the World Series of Pro Mod because you need stuff to fill the show and and make money and all that. Yet you're not bringing it to this event. This is the one thing about this event, right? Like the one thing about this event is pros funding it. Pros gonna, you know, I heard Wes talk about we'll make announcements for filler classes because we're gonna need some stuff and whatever. Like the filler classes are gonna be classes that pro picks. I guarantee it. Let's hope. Like so. pros gonna and and they're gonna pick stuff specifically to like what is least likely to cause. Look, they don't want to repeat what just happened in, in Sonoma, right? You don't want to have right. a car go out there and make an issue and ruin the track. And now you're, you know, now you're, you're, you know, giant race that you've spent all this money and time and effort on is, you know, up in smoke, so to speak, because of something like that. You know, like there's always that possibility, but you don't go right. out of your way to invite it. And like, no offense to the import cars, but like it is, I think at this point, you know, we've got like 30 years of, of historical data to support the fact that the import cars tend to hurt the track a little bit more than like Jason Galvin eliminator. That race that we were at world series of pro mod, <laughs> that guy went down and oiled that track all from start line to finish line at like 1130 yeah. at night. We're like, are you out of your freaking <laughs> line? Get off the throttle, Dude, car man. The car that the car that one port at the World Series of Pro Mod, if I recall, literally threw the rods out of it the round before, and they like Jerry rigged it to start, and then the other guy went red or something. Like I don't remember the whole uh, exact yeah. story. It was a long night. But it yeah, was terrible. No. But uh, but yeah, no. no. I I think it's a cool thing, you know, as a fan, or you know, and again, looking at it through a fan view, like okay, yeah, I, I get it. It's but it's it's a one off. It's not a national yeah. event, and you know, I'm sorry that we can't have everybody show up. But again space rules uh you know uh, requirements uh and uh, again I by the way this is the other point that i brought up I, I brought this up to somebody yesterday like and they got all bent out of shape because i was like name you know name the number of teams and i you know i, I said tj's is over top few and i left out scott palmer like no offense to scott that was not meant it's like a dig like you're right okay scott palmer so we found two name the number of like truly part-time teams like they're not on our tour on a regular basis who are going to be able to come out there at an eight car show eight car show remember right and out qualify you know six of yeah. of the following right like steve torrance Justin Ashley, antron brown doug coletta sean langdon like tony schumacher uh you know Brit britney forrest austin prop like i mean like there's you know there's there's 12 full-time top fuel car 11 or 12 full-time top fuel cars Right. Top feels brutal right now. Like, yeah. Uh, Clay Milliken's barely in the top 10. He's won two races. Like, uh, hello, you know, and like, it, you're going to go out there and run three, seven flat, which is, wouldn't surprise me if that's what it takes that time of right. year in Florida at sea level. Like, and they're giving them, f I think, four qualifying runs, and they're going to be there before they qualify and testing, and they're going to prep the track specifically. 
like for nothing else, like everybody, like here's the other thing, right? Like if they run a bracket race or something, newsflash bracket racers, we're not prepping the track for bracket cars, right? They're going to prep the track for top fuel and funny car, like to put on the best show that they can. And like those things are going to be flying, absolutely flying. And like, no offense, but like Scott Palmer and TJ Zizzo are probably the only two top fuel cars in the country that could run a 70 flat. And do they want to come out there to that race and pay the entry like there, there's a pretty sizable five figure entry that involved. So you're paying to play and then spend the money to make all the runs and then spend the parts and attrition to run that quick. And then, you know, uh, Larry Dixon's car might be able to run it too. I, I, I remembered that yesterday, but you know, like, so like now you're like, now my cost per run is up. My chances of hurting something are up before the season starts. Right. Um, you know, like, and, and, and the one thing, if you listen to that press conference yesterday, unless I missed it, um, did you hear anything about like a really big, uh, payout to qualify or payout to show up? Cause I nope. didn't. Nope. Like, would it surprise you? And again, I'm not privy to any of this, but would it surprise you to find out that, uh, if you don't qualify, you get $0 and you just paid yeah, you, know, you paid all this money to test. Whatever, 5, 10, yeah. 20 grand, whatever it is into it, just to test, which by the way is what the pro guys do anyways at the pro winter warm-up. They all pay into it to rent the track and pay for safety and track prep and all that. Yeah. Like, so they're already doing that, right? So would it surprise you to find out that that there's a zero dollar payout for not qualifying? So now if you're Scott Palmer or TJ Zizzo or Mike McIntyre and Funny Car, now are you gonna show up? and take the chance of hanging the rods out of it to maybe be the number eight qualifier to maybe have a one in eight chance at winning $250,000, but it's going to cost you 150 grand in parts to get there bare minimum. And if you blow it up once, now you've spent all the money you're going to win anyways. And Oh, by the way, if you blow up and qualify and don't qualify, you get $0. Like, come on, seriously, we're having this conversation. Right. Like that was the frustrating thing to me was like, there's, and there are people out there with, and no offense to them. There are people out there with cars that couldn't dream, couldn't dream of running with TJ Zizzo, Scott Palmer, and Larry Dixon in top fuel. Couldn't dream. Who were complaining about it? Like, ah, oh, little guy, can invite us, whatever. And like, three ninety five is not qualifying for this, and it sure as hell ain't winning it. Like, okay, so you want an invite? Like, and you're gonna are you gonna pay ten grand? Like, you, your budget for a weekend is ten grand. Like. So you're going to pay whatever, you know, 10, 15, five, whatever the number is to get into this deal. And then, and then hope that you limp your way into the race. And then, and then what? And then hope that Justin Ashley and Steve Torrance and Leah Pruitt, like step on their, you know what, every round. And you just like 395 your way into a quarter of a million dollars. What? No. Yeah. No, I listen, you, you, you've made the point. You, you, you've, Nailed it. Yeah, no, but you definitely, but that's it. I was just, uh, I, I was, uh, I was very, I mean, I, this is my favorite thing about West Buck. I'm just gonna go back to him. People actually were talking about it. I like, like he made the announcement, what, before Sonoma? Yeah. That he, or, or before Seattle? Hey, we're gonna have this big, huge announcement. Okay. People were talking about the track. I wonder, wonder what that is. What's going on there? And then on August 1st, because you walked, you came back from a race and people were like, Hey, uh, when's this announcement? I thought it was supposed to be today. No, it's tomorrow. And, uh, you know, people actually, t- I mean, I was driving to an event, so I missed it live. But I, when I got home, I watched it. And, uh, yeah, they, they they just, they he just knows how to promote and, and get attention for, hey, by the way, um, I'm going to go to the grocery store today. Here's the big announcement. Coming on Friday, you know, <laughs> August 5th, I've got a big announcement. I've got to go get milk on August 5th. I'm going to the he, people. Will he go, is the absolute West. best yeah. at that. No, he is seriously. He is very, very good at making, you know, a big, don't get me wrong, like big events, but he's good at making big events feel like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. He's good at it. Yeah. It's the Mega Bowl. Yeah. It's the Mega Bowl. By the way, he launched this uh, what like the Ra- Racers Club? Is that what it is? Right, the brand of shirts, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that what that shit's gonna take off because that's just like West. That's that's what West does. Yeah, it's what he does. No, he knows but, what he uh, does. He's always doing. Yeah, he knows. Hey, we should have a, we should have a guest next week. I've I've already determined this. I have What's one happening? in mind. I have one in mind. I I will text you. I don't want to give it away because I got to make sure that um 
that their life travel schedule works out, but they right. are, it's a, it's a, I'll drop a hint. My idea here is, uh, is, is a, a crew chief, a nitro crew chief. Okay. Who, um, who has a, a pretty eclectic life and outside the racetrack story. And, um, and to my knowledge, uh, does not ever go to the, or doesn't need to at this point, uh, cause the car's running good and whatnot, uh, need to go to the shop. Um, and doesn't live in, in the town. So like they should, in theory, if we do this on like Wednesday next week, I don't know what your week looks like, but if we do this on like Wednesday next week should be free you know, or Tuesday, either way. Tuesday or Wednesday, we know. definitely got to do this because. Uh, yeah, but okay. but that's my idea. I don't know how you feel about that. I feel like the people are going to get tired of listening to you and I rant for an hour. So Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's good. I mean, listen, we could go down a whole route. I mean, like we were talking about my mom this past weekend. Uh, dude, I'll get my mom. Oh my God. Hey, wait, wait, do your mom real quick for us. Hey, let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> hey, that Jason Galvin, I hope he's okay. Did you did you get him some orange slices or anything like that? Because that'll help out a, an upset stomach sometimes. I'm telling you. I, I texted my mom. I go, are you watching this? And she goes, oh, no, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm doing something else. I go. Oh, but no, I, she missed it. Yeah, oh. I said to my kid, I go, you might want to go find this and uh, watch me do grandma on uh, TV. Oh, my God. Goes, oh, yeah, it was. God, I got to watch that. It was all time. It was all time. That, you. that, and um, that, and Reinhardt and I having a conversation about riding Harleys and how my parents both had Harleys when I was growing up, but neither of them taught me how to ride. That's that story made its rounds with my family. Like you've never like. It's still I I I talked about that with my uncle again this morning. Like he brought it up. Like he was like I was literally rolling. I had so much I wanted to say, but you were working, so I left you alone. Yeah, that's my so mom's funny. calling me about it. My dad's making jokes about it. Like man, that was good. That was but good. see that. Th listen, we need more of that stuff because it's just fun. And I'm telling yeah. you, when, when yeah. we get my mom on here, you are gonna dude. She, I can't wait. She can't is wait. like. We gotta like, get your mom out to a national event. Can we oh, get her to a race? Let's let's make her like honorary starter or something. Can let's we just... can can she be like the honorary low zoner for a? Oh my god, she would get up there and grab the mic. All right, y'all, let's make some noise. My son's gonna play some music, and that and that good looking guy Jason Galvin's gonna talk about some racing cars. <laughs> too bad, too bad, uh, too bad we don't race in Atlanta anymore because that'd be the race to oh, have her at. She was, listen, she's As, to quote Jason Logan. She's from Jacksonville, which is really like South Atlanta. <laughs> South Georgia, yeah, it's South Georgia, dude. Again, I come from a long line of rednecks. I was telling somebody this last night. I come from a long line of rednecks, and uh, my mom is just the queen of them. And it's, uh, but she's fun. She's good people, as we like to say. But yeah, she'll like get it. in there. Hey, y'all, I don't know. It, it, listen, if she read the internet about what's going, y'all don't know your butts from a hole in the ground. What are you two? What are you people talking about? He's just going to try and have a, a drag race, and they're going to be people out there. They're going to come. So what? He's someone's gonna make the money. Might that's as well funny. be one of these people. Yeah, she's that's freaking funny. funny, dude. She that's she really doesn't funny. hold back. My family's wild, dude. We are wild. I like it. I like it. So, all right. Well, sorry for the technical right. difficulties. Um, and we, I, I maybe. I'll yeah, by the way, we restarted this at eight minutes. So technically, you know, an hour and eight minutes per. You know. Yeah. It was an hour show. I, I might, I might edit. Jason, I don't even know if I can edit things. I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, that's just our show for the day. And uh, we're looking forward. We're going to be in uh, Topeka, Kansas. For well, the final race in Topeka, Kansas. Go wide here. I don't know. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. And we're going to do this. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.